listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every, every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Saturday, our teen athletes. Well, those athletes are pouring in here today. <laughs> <laughs> and all, it's New Year's Day, the number one day of 2019. What do you expect? You do know it's the only number one day. That's right. Of in 2019. 2019. <laughs> That's it. First day. Of course, you have to like kill my opening of the first day of the new year. So we'll just stop it right there. Because like, you know, you had to interrupt. So what are you going to gonna say anything right now? Me? Yes. Did Dr. Energy. You? Yeah. Dr. Energy is in the house. Hey. Yeah. Well, I've been freshly loaded with new energy for 2019. Okay. And I was pretty low, actually. I needed to be charged for at least two days straight to get it back up to this okay, level. Okay, so? So I couldn't refrain. I am so sorry. That's okay. I, I wanted to have a new opening, and now I'm you can just, so you know, inject yourself. Sorry. I okay. injected myself. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I, I didn't want to stop it. I didn't want to stop it. It's all right. It's all right. Thank you for being here today. Oh, I think you really mean that. I do. I do mean it. Well, we spent Christmas together, so I must yes. mean it. That's right. Thank That's you. That's it. Oh, Thank you. Yeah. We spent Christmas together. Yes, we did. Nice. Oh, I call it Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. I like that. Christmas. Festivus for the rest of us. That's right. That's right. Get your Lumitas here with Lumitas Christine. We did spend Christmas together, but I invited you. Yes. You said no. I'm not spending Christmas with you. <laughs> no, no, no. You no. know how it is. Yeah, exactly. The kitchen well, keeps you busy hard. during exactly. the holiday That's season. True. But yes. it's a joy to be here at the beginning of a new brand year. Yes. Yeah. She Intentions, actually, resolutions, Erica. She actually fed a friend of mine who decided to, you know, jump out of a tree. And I, I you know, Teresa Coronado loved your food for the month. Oh. Of this Was it just November? November. Yes. She loved your food. And uh, if anybody wants really good Indian food, Food. The only place to go is Namitas. Oh, we love you, Namitas. Thank you. Thank Can we thank have you. her home address for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. She's on the internet. Namitas Cuisine. That's it. And if you want to do something for yourself, uh, maybe you want to go Meatless Monday, something like that. She has amazing amazing variety of vegetarian uh, foods and uh, all of her foods are amazing. You want to like pitch yourself because this is the time. This is the first day of the year you got to pitch yourself. Oh my. Well, I've I've woken up with full on energy to keep stirring (laughs) some dal and some curries and no, I'm very happy to deliver meals to you right to your home. Um, We pack everything in mason jars. The quality of our ingredients is you know, based on local seasonal ingredients from our farms and you know it's really a privilege to cook for our community which is what keeps me in the business even though you know years go by (laughs) it keeps energizing me (laughs) and you do the uh, film festival yes we're going to be sponsoring the film festival like we do every year so I hope to see you all there there's a very exciting repertoire of nominees and amazing movies. I mean, this town, there's just always so much to do, isn't there? And such little time. Mm-hmm. Yes. What's the dates of the film festival? Do you know? I believe it starts on the 29th of January. That's the opening night. 29th or 30th. I don't have my schedule here, but it's the last week, um, last weekend of January. And it goes on for two weeks. It's really thrilling. If you've never done it, it's very exciting. I had Martin 
Scorsese sitting three rows behind me. Mm-hmm. Behind me. I was sitting in front of him. I turned around and looked at him and thought to myself, I wonder if he wonders who the heck is she? <laughs> is it was thrilling. He was with Leonardo festival. DiCaprio. Uh, I think they did a talk he together. He was with Ma- uh, Malton, Leonard Malton, or one of those oh. people who interviews. And so okay. he came up on stage and, and he talked. And it was thrilling to see him. Yes. I mean, these people are, you know, you're just so used to seeing them on the screen. Exactly. Uh, or interviews. And then there they are, you know, just real people. Yep. And it's such an opportunity to connect with them directly, which is, you know, people all around the world would die to do that. And here yeah. we have them here right at are. our here we are. feet. Yes. I volunteered one uh, one year and I was in Joe's restaurant and they were having the VIPs there for uh, eat food. And they gave me a tray of meat of meats uh-huh. and I was never so popular in my entire <laughs> life I carried that meat and every man came up to me and I thought I've been doing it wrong all these years <laughs> I should have just carried a tray of meat every time I went in some place to meet a man I would have had a much better life <laughs> certainly more popular <laughs> so I have very good experience. there you go <laughs> you're welcome to join me I need volunteers Tears. Really? <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Oh, have fun. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Nope. I'll make hey. sure you carry your tray of meats. <laughs> Thank, Thank you so much. Well, we don't specialize in the meats, but we'll make a special exception. Oh, no, no, no. I, I, I just make things that look like meat. There you go. Just, we need to get them close. We don't need to have them actually eat it and be grateful. Right. We just need to get them close <laughs> enough to take it. <laughs> it's no gratitude. <laughs> Speaking of being we, grateful... Yeah. You go. <laughs> Last night, we have a tradition. Uh, we keep a jar in the house. We call our gratitude jar. Mm-hmm. And every time something really wonderful happens, we put a little note in the gratitude jar. Mm-hmm. And so... I have a few gratitude jars. Oh, I, I take it back. This Last year, we had two. There were so many things that happened. We had to crack open another jar. Wow. And uh, we also have one that's... Uh, it's a Jewish jar. One <laughs> percent, if I do remember, I'm not, not mistaken. DNA three oh, percent. A Jewish jar. <laughs> well, it's does a, it have chicken soup a, in no, it? No, no. <laughs> there is a tradition. It's a jar with a coin hole on the top, and the idea is that when you contribute to it, you're not supposed to know who it goes to. So it's actually our jar that collects coins, and then we donate. Yeah, we donate the money, so you don't know who the recipient is. The ter- the term is sadaka. Thank you. Charity is we have is one of sadaka. those. <laughs> and it was named after Neil Sadaka. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> no, not really. But sadaka is the is the Hebrew term for charity, and that's a big deal in our yeah, tradition yeah. is charity. So, and I just thought it was so beautiful. That <laughs> so call it the sadaka jar. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Eric is always jar. saying she's one percent. Now she's claiming two. <laughs> and we're going, I'm not sure if it's two or four because she's for, using two hands and two fingers on each hand. From now on. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so fun on New Year's Eve. And if you haven't done it, it's not too late. You can do it this evening. Yeah. But where you just look over the previous year and you write a list. And like some of my friends, we actually get together and we meditate in the new year and we write a list of 108 things that we're grateful for. Why 108? So 108 is 18, is the number of life in Hebrew. 
Um, And in uh, Hindu tradition, Buddhist tradition, there are a lot of different traditions that recognize... Plus, I was born on the 18th. (laughs) (laughs) That recognize either 108 or 1008, some division of uh, 1 and 8 with zeros in the middle, um, reminds you of the divine. Mm-hmm. And there's something very special about how it shows up in nature, and so it represents life. And um, so we just have this tradition of making up a list and celebrating, and that's how we bring in the new year, but is celebrating the Who do you give the Sadaka to? So um, right now, the... the uh, pardon me, the container that Erica has been putting in, she's been giving it to Boys and Girls Club. Good place to send it, yeah. yeah. For that roof. <laughs> Mr. Baker helped to put on there. It took quite a while to get the carpentry <laughs> refund, but yes, Not they bad. succeeded. Yeah. 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 That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I had a guest uh, who has an interesting uh, uh, practice. He has these um, uh, these bracelets, uh, and you put it on, say, your left left hand, your left wrist, right? It's like those those rubber bracelets with sayings or for particular causes, depending on the color. And he um, he says, what you do is, <coughs> if uh, uh, it's a twenty one day program, and uh, if you can go the entire day. Okay, without moving the band from your one wrist to the other. And the reason you would do it is because you had a negative thought, (coughs) specifically about self. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, I was chatting with him about this. And uh, I says, 21 days. Why? You know, and he told me the reason for 21 and so forth and so on. And I said, "Uh, so let me ask you, how far have you gotten? And he's been doing it for six months. And he's only gotten to day four. Because the and it's like every time you have to move it, you have to start over. And so, you know, he got he actually got. I was amazed that he actually got to day four. And I've started to think about that in in terms of what you were saying about the gratitude jar. And I started actually going back a little ways because it was um, uh, actually about two months, two and a half months that we've been going through a cycle of things that have just been incredible, wonderful things that have been happening, just little things along the along the path and thinking, wow, I bet you I could come close to filling up, a, a you know, depending upon the size of the jar. And, but it's it's, you know, to me, that's fascinating to have those kinds of practices that help to keep you conscious and in the moment. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we're working towards is keeping people present. Because, mm-hmm. uh, and I talk about, for example, the sound wave, as, as you've all seen, as I've been recording and producing and so forth, there's that line, that line that goes up and down, and it just, it, and it moves as the recording is done. And on the left side is, is, the, is the wave, that's that's the that's the past. That's the past. That's the past. That's the voice that's already been done. But in front of the wave, there's nothing there, and that's the future. Right. And so there's voice in the past. In this case, the sound wave. There's nothing in the future, and it's that line that's the now. Mm-hmm. And if you've already heard it, it's now in the past. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's that fast. Yeah. It's that fast. So some people say think of the past as facing a wave of water that's constantly rushing behind you. And it, um, but it, the oh yeah yeah the the most beautiful thing is to realize that the present moment contains the past and the future. Correct. The future is now. Mm-hmm. We create I get the, point. the future yes. by being right now. Mm-hmm. And time is really an illusion. I mean, when you're having, like the group of friends that we had for Christmas dinner, 
it was wonderful. Oh, yeah. Really wonderful. But it's like, wow, the time passed so fast because we were all laughing and having so much fun. Oh, yeah. How yeah. was the free champagne, Dominic? <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> there was a lot of champagne. <laughs> a couple of mimosas for you. <laughs> I mimosaed my Had Christmas to drive this right lady in. home, let me tell you. But, <laughs> but that Christmas event was not, it was extraordinary because if you would have thought that that if you if somebody would have said all of those people were going to be together at that moment in time and the reason why that all took place is because really none of those none of us had any family at that given time but none of us had any judgment about any of those people at that given time we just all didn't have anybody to be with so that's what made that yeah. evening so special because we were kind of all orphans. Yeah. And that's what made it so beautiful. And we all were all grateful that we all participated in an event together. We all appreciated each other. Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought it was so special, because we all really didn't know each other. We all knew each other, but yeah. we had two groups together, yeah. and the buzz the next day, the next day, the next day, I kept on getting texts. I got texts from my day. I really appreciated meeting you. And I'm like, I really appreciated meeting you. And no pretense of who you were, what you did for a living. I didn't care. Yeah. You were just a nice person. Yeah. I met a couple of people there that weren't even at our table. <laughs> yeah. I mean, one woman, she wanted me to meet her husband because apparently his family, uh, their last name is one of the streets here in town, you know. And so I met him. My first name was Ed, I think. And uh, the, no, the street was not named Ed. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that was the miraculous part about the whole thing. And then, of course, my dear friend, uh, David uh, uh, Seorga. We're all, we're all talking about the Harbor Restaurant. The Harbor Restaurant. Which I can't stop talking about. Oh, no. For Thanksgiving I, or Christmas. The best Anytime. buffet, oh, exactly. Put your nine dollars in a cup, starting right now. Absolutely. Um, and David was 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 great. We had a we had a blast, and he made everything f- terrific for everybody, not just us. Uh, he was all over the place. The food was fantastic, and even though there were there were stretches where we would go back to the buffet, and some of the containers were empty because well, it was because people were eating, which is the whole point. And there were going to be more trays, so nobody was free. Out yeah, we and we're all relaxed. And it patient. was wonderful. And that's the way it ought to be all the time. <laughs> it was just fat. And if there wasn't what you wanted there, you stat- stood there and you talked to people. Yeah. You got to know people. And the beautiful, beautiful oh. sunset. It also made you eat slower. It, yes, yeah. we relaxed and it's slower. But yeah. um, it was Terry that saw that we could all get together. Yeah. Yeah, you said after Thanksgiving when they had Thanksgiving at the Harbor Restaurant. Yes. Let's I, do this yes. at Christmas. Yeah, what I, the heck were you thinking? I was thrilled. Actually, I was thinking that this was an embarrassment of riches, <laughs> that it was the most opulent buffet I had ever been to. Oh. And it, 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 it was a, just a wonderful experience of people having a great time yeah. in a gorgeous setting, that sunset. It was oh. right out of a movie. I mean, it was mm. extraordinary. And everyone was happy to be together. I think uh, it's a, just a gift. Community yeah. is, right. a, That's it right is there. the blessing right there. That's the word. Yes. The, the community of being kind to one another. It enriches us. It fills our hearts. It makes us go to sleep at night grateful. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. All right. yes. That being said, let's take a little grateful one one nineteen break. First break of the year. God bless you. We'll be right back after these messages. 
are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Okay, so do you want to start off with your segment, or do you want to go over, like, does anybody have any fun 2018 stories they want to share, or, you know? 2018 mm-hmm. yeah. fun stories. Yeah, you know, it's over Have now. Have you but been living yeah. in this country? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like personal. Personal. Personal stuff. Like, you know. Yeah. Oh, you should have. Uh, I, sh- I have to think about that. Okay, I have okay. one. Do you, okay. Do you have one? You go yeah. first then. Okay, I'll go first. All right. Okay, so this was, this was, I don't, this was probably around Thanksgiving after we had the big full meal. I don't know. I, was, I had to take two days to digest from that one at the harbor. <laughs> um, so there was something on Facebook and I was reading it. Or it was during an update app on my um, iPhone and I had read it and it was like, oh, you get to see how many minutes you're spending a day on your iPhone. So how exciting was this? So I updated the app. I hate updating my app, but I did. <laughs> and I got the results and the results was over eight hours a day and i'm like oh my god this is a disease so i quickly after i read the results and how bad this is this isn't good eight hours so over between then and oh i don't know about a week ago i got the results uh, under an hour so I weaned myself down wow. from eight hours. Now, the bad side was about a week ago, I was in bed with huge migraine. I told you about the migraine. And the thing is, it was my, this is my second migraine in my life. And I still get these low thing of head, but it created this whole new thing of art. I've been throwing, I told you about this, and I'm throwing turmeric, I'm buying spices, <laughs> cinnamon, and the cinnamon. It's edible art. Right, it's edible it's art now. Yes. And the cinnamon actually knocked out my headache. So I was kind of thankful to all this. So then I didn't say anything to her except she knows about the edible art. She's like, oh, she's brilliant. She can't even believe this. And I said it came from the migraine. Didn't tell her anything about what, because I didn't want to share my disease. Okay, because it's, I just don't need to be, sh- not that she'd ever shame me or whatever like this. So anyway, it's I said. It's not a disease, oh, sweetheart. It's a disorder. Disorder, right. Yeah, and I didn't want to downgrade it. Just one. <laughs> which is high functioning autism. I know. I've been reading the studies. Okay, so, so I said, oh, by the way. Not autism. It's neurodiversity. Okay, I have that too. I have a whole list. Okay, she's so a very then, diverse person. I know. So then I said, since now I'm under the hour and I'm healed, I healed myself. And I have no headaches, and now I'm going to study cinnamon because I sniffed it all. So that must be curing headaches. So I go, Dominique, tap, tap, tap. I go, how long, how many hours do you spend on the phone? So we we figured it out. And she goes, (laughs) she shows me because she has to pull the plug out of her ear because she always does the books. And she showed, you want to you take over? <laughs> 18 hours. <laughs> 18 hours? I go, that's a disease. So <laughs> there I, you go. There I, you go. It's really bad. So that, I know. So I'm looking under the, the, there's a sliding scale, 18 hours. And all the lists, I didn't want to, so I start texting her. You know, all the things, seizures, of all the things <laughs> she might get. You know, it's really bad. <laughs> it you know, is. And then I, yes. I start showing her pictures of the brain. You know, of like, you know, this Ooh, is really bad. So it's really bad. Now, this is the thing, though. You I've been, about that, I, think, I know it's really bad, you. but this is the thing. So I'm taking the dog for a walk. You know, they got me to start taking the dog for a walk. So then I stopped in front of my neighbor, and I don't know, it just dawned on me. It's sad because I'm on the phone, and I'm, it's sad because it hit me. You know, I never really did the study when we were together because 
really, how can I be down to an hour and her up to 18 hours? I mean, maybe, just maybe, I'm not saying this for certain. Maybe I've been, you know, jumping on her hours. <laughs> I'm sorry, you can't share hours. You know what I mean? Maybe, I'm just saying maybe, because okay. we do books and stuff. Maybe I'm just not really swooshed mean mine down to eight hours down to an hour. Maybe maybe there's seven hours added to her 18. Maybe she was 11. <laughs> She's 18, is all I'm saying. And I just started laughing. So I was like crawling. I'm laughing so hard. I'm bending over. I can't even breathe. If, I, if there was a camera, so then she goes to the back and I go, you got to see this. So I have cameras, right? And you could see a cripple walking up the street laughing so hard. God. And the dog is pulling me. I am having my own entertainment because I just went into this bus stop laughing. I'm sure this person would think like that, like, you know, walking up the street. With but it was just a bad joke. But it was just a bad thing. It was a horrible. I'm sorry. That's the truth. I, can, I, can I tell you that what I've been listening to on books, I got a book called Braiding Sweetgrass. Uh, and this is given to me by one of my kids, uh, Sasha, actually. And it's by Robin, uh, let's see, Kamara. And uh, she is a biologist and teaches in the university about um, ecological sciences. Uh -huh. And in particular, how to protect the environment. And the way that she wrote this book, she wrote about sweetgrass because she's also Native American. And the story of the creation story from a Native American perspective is so beautiful. I mean, different tribes have different stories, but many indigenous people, the way that they look at the creation myth, it's something wondrous and beautiful and a sense of community. And so this, this book is so inspiring about the connection between human beings and our environment and mm -hmm. how instead of thinking that human beings are solely detrimental to our environment, this book is inspiring people to realize, no, we can live in harmony with our environment. Mm. So anyway, that's that's part of why my hours on my phone are so high. I enjoy listening to books. I like I, I, I am a lifelong learner and I love listening. That was so alliterative. I am so proud of you. A lifelong learner and I enjoy listening. That's mm. impressive. That is very that impressive. Is impressive. That's evolutionary. Do you know the library? I just found. Oh, do we have to stop? <laughs> just I just found. <laughs> that the library, maybe uh -uh. everybody else knows this, uh. but you can listen to books right on your computer. There's a whole mm. array of yes. wonderful books yeah. that you can just. I mean, everybody else is shaking their head. I guess I'm the last one on the block to know. We tend to listen to that on the car usually, uh, right? Long yeah, drives. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. It's planes. wonderful. There are so many ways for us now to, to plug in, to, yes. to, to plug into education, enlightenment, uh, uh, inspiration. The, do I have to stop now? Yes. Okay. Oh, well, I don't. Okay. <laughs> so thank you for bringing that up because it's a wonderful thing to have all those sources available to us. And, and when we've got our heads permanently stuck into a yes. I have. A f I want to share my funny story because it's quick. It's quick. Okay? 
speaking about every, the ubiquitous iPhone and everybody's, you know, attention, I'm at the car wash and I'm paying and a man comes running back in and he says, did I leave my iPhone here? And the woman looks at him, looks at his hand, looks at him and she says, it's in your hand. Oh my. <laughs> it's the God's truth. God. And he looks down at his hand. And he just shakes his head and leaves. And the whole line got hysterical. (laughs) That's a good one. Yes. Absolute truth. It became so much a part of his hand that he didn't even think of it as something separate. That's what my father did with his glasses on top of his head. Yep. And he tore the room apart. (laughs) 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 Like he moved furniture. (laughs) What are you doing? I can't find my glasses. (laughs) They're on your head. (laughs) I found my ex-husband once looking for my glasses I was pulling out of the, uh, the sofa covers and the sofa pillows and here he was flat as a board in the sofa and I had to pull him out and refluff him and uh-huh. <laughs> okay. sorry it's true <laughs> well, that, get it. no it's true it's not a get it it's he really was sorry well, okay. I, think I live in an interesting life yes you yes, do I do if we look at the amount of time we spend looking for our glasses and keys this is a good ritual to, I mean the um, sweet grass actually Dominique reminded me of the ritual of our environment and the importance of ritualizing a new year just to mm-hmm. put a momentum to it so um, on the note of the sweet grass it's, it just brought back memories of how I would sage my house every Saturday and then sweet grass it and it just shifted everything is that something you can talk about and yeah, we'll catch that after the break back and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. So, <clears throat> Namita. Oh, rituals we were just initiating yes. our conversation yes. on. And I know that Dominique, you're um, quite an expert in rituals too. But the idea of, let's talk a little bit about how wonderful it is to sage our house, especially living in California, that we've got so much wild sage and then following it with the sweet grass you were talking about. Yeah, so uh, so when people talk about ritual, really what you're doing is you're creating sacred space. So you're doing things that help you feel more connected to yourself, help you feel more connected to your community, to your environment. You're creating that comfortable abode that you just feel really drawn to and now nourishes you because of the way that you're treating your house. And so some people have a tradition of, um, like in Roman times, they would put mint after they clean the houses, they would put mint on the tables and, and they used mint to create a, a fragrance in the house. Mm-hmm. Some people use lavender. Some people like to use uh, sage when they walk through. Yep. And the nice thing about the sweet grass is when you burn the se- sweet grass, you get a mingling of smells that are very earthy and remind you mm-hmm. of maybe times when you were a child and you were, you know, wandering through the woods. Yes. So it brings back really good, wholesome memories and feelings. And it's just delightful to make your house smell in a 
way that makes you feel really good and nourished. And I actually notice that there is an energy uplift in the house environment. Something about the sense and the sacredness. I mean, that's probably why they burned the frankincense. Exactly. In churches and temples. smoke, and that's, yes. Yes. that's a, a part of an ongoing ritual in many traditions. Absolutely. Exactly. It's very special. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So it's transformational. It sort of, to me, has always been symbolic of spirit. Mm-hmm. To remind us that spirit is ephemeral, and we see it for a moment, and then it's it's yes. you know it's transformed. Right. So, we may not yeah. continue to see the smoke, but we still smell the smell. Exactly. Yeah. We smell the scent. They taught me that when I sold Avon. It's never smell. It's scent, <laughs> it's scent. and aroma. <laughs> <laughs> that aroma. smells good. Ritual <laughs> seems to encapsulate intention too, absolutely, and, and shelter it. So it's a great time to do a ritual as such, especially if you're initiating. I think we wanted to talk about resolutions, exactly, too. Exactly, yeah, exactly. And you're going to... Yeah, just, well, it, it was interesting because on the way over here, I was thinking about gratitude and about um, we, were, we were, I was at a, a dinner party and we were going to speak after dinner about um, our resolutions. And everyone went, oh, no, I don't want to talk about that. And we talked instead about gratitude and what we were grateful for. And it was very meaningful. But I went home and I thought about resolutions and how that is our ritual here in America, New Year's resolutions. But how many of us don't keep them? Mm -hmm. And why don't we keep them? And is there a formula, a way, a mindset that would help us to keep them? And I started thinking about that. And I was excited coming in. And then... Wonderful Dominique came in and said, I'm going to be speaking about resolutions today. And I thought, you know, we're on the same page and how wonderful. Same wavelength, same frequency. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that's a great question because as we were talking about it um, a little bit on the top about the resolutions, I'd like to revisit language because it's a way of changing uh, the thought form. Resolutions for me mean oh my God, I'm going to let myself down again because I might only be able to sustain that momentum for the first week unless I harbor this willpower that I don't seem to find. The older I get, it becomes more complicated. But let's take a look at resolution. You know, the word resolution, R-E. To be resolute. And to have a solution. So it's like reviewing solutions. Review, revisiting, um, resolving, but all around the word solution rather than resolution. Yeah, it's almost a release into solution. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's like the word responsibility. Exactly. That has a heavy connotation to it. But I do marriage counseling, and what I point out to the couples who feel that they are overly responsible is that what it really means is the ability to respond yes. to a need. And when they look at it that way, then it becomes an interactive sharing and caring rather than a burden. So I agree with you. We need to look at the meaning of words and reframe them Mm -hmm. so that they become, we become incentivized as opposed to setting ourselves up for inevitable failure. There is this bug that just keeps flying around Mm. me. And it doesn't like Uh, it. We need to revisit a commercial. (laughs) So let's revisit a commercial and 
you can go get a fly swatter. <laughs> okay? Yes. That's Erica's my New Year's resolution. Always travel with a fly swatter. <laughs> Let's take a little break. It's Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. We'll be back with more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every every single single Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) Well, we're talking about birthing here. Um, You said that you wanted to birth something, and you did, and I'm just really happy that, you know, we Are we we finished talking about resolutions? Well, yeah. We want to talk more about resolutions? We haven't talked about it yet. Okay, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we were just l- lamenting that many times the r- resolving or the relaxing into solution that we're looking for at the beginning of the year is sometimes related to weight loss and it doesn't matter whether you're young or old that seems to be something that we're all kind of um, working with and one of the things that we talked about was changing the words and changing our relationship to words so when I think about when I have weight too much weight on my body and I need to let it go I realize it's really about energy we are really information and energy everything in life is information and energy it's reflecting information and energy so when my body puts on extra weight that is now energy that I'm going to birth into some project and so instead mm-hmm. of being upset at my body for having this weight on I say hey this is, this is my temple this is my space and now I have accumulated energy ah, I'm looking forward to the future because I'm going to be doing something wonderful and one of the things that I have in my mind to do with the the extra weight that I have on right now I'm going to go volunteer at Fairview Gardens and help them do gardening because one of the things I realize is our bodies take the shape of what we're doing so if we want to look differently we have to move differently Mm -hmm. and I love planting and I love being you know things that are related to the earth and uh, growing food and stuff so that's part of my New Year's resolving is to uh, participate in my community and go join Fairview Gardens Mm-hmm. Well, I have to tell you that <clears throat> I have never been on a diet and will never go on one. Nice. Uh, diet means die. <laughs> that's, that's part of it, too. And yet what you're trying to do is, quote, unquote, lose weight. Well, the, the semantical uh, argument there is that if you lose it, you will find it again. <laughs> this is true. So don't lose it. Now, when I got on the scales about a year, maybe well, it was about a year ago, and I hit 200 pounds. I was not uncomfortable because of the physical weight. I was uncomfortable because that of that number, 200. I said, that's not me. And so all I did was make some modifications along the way to gentle. the things that I, yeah. Very gentle. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to go crazy, you know. And <clears throat> so... Um, at the last weigh-in of my uh, at, with my physician, I was at 187, which is where I've been hovering between 185 and 190, which I am just fine with that. That it, it, I would love to get back down to where I was uh, some when you're 20, 17. Well, not quite <laughs> 17 now, but, but maybe 20 years ago when I was 175. Although I've been told you get down to 175, and you're going to look uh, a little scary, you're a little too thin. So maybe 185. That that'd be fine. But where I'm hovering now is great. But it's 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 the mental relationship to your body. Exactly, and not 
taking on a um, a negative exactly doing that gradual thing saying okay well let's see maybe I'm uh, I need to, I, I mean I don't have uh, we still have I still have dairy I love sour cream and cottage cheese and things like that but I used to drink uh, a quart or what have you I would go over to the store and I would go buy a, a quart or half gallon of milk and I would drink it in one day right and so- I would do that two or three times a week if not more I mean that's just one thing so I, it's it's like what was it I was told your body craves the things that it needs but it doesn't need those things all the, the time. time right right and then there's another part of it too eating the seasonal foods is really helpful yeah mm. isn't that the I mean the whole point that's of, part of why Namita's food is so healthy right oh, thank you yes we, our bodies are like filters Okay, and uh, during certain seasons, you're eating certain things, and one thing goes in that helps you, nourishes you, but sometimes might leave. I'm just going to say residue. Okay, right. But then the next season rolls along, and you start eating the foods that are coming up at that season. That then cleanses out that residue, and continues to feed your body. Yeah. And each season brings about those things. But unfortunately, in our society, we want all of those things all the time. Well, it's interesting too when you look at nature. There's only one point where nature is in balance. That's on the equinoxes for a brief moment. So other than that, we're always in flow. Mm-hmm. And so it's really about working out a relationship. But um, what Terry was speaking to about the re- resolutions for the new year, mm-hmm. it is the season of resolutions. And it's that beautiful time where we look back in the past and we look forward to our future. January is uh, because of the the god Janus who has two heads, one looking back, one looking forwards. And so making resolutions that are positive aphorisms may be a more helpful way of going about uh, mm-hmm. having resolves for mm-hmm. solutions. Mm-hmm. Just pick something positive. Um, something yeah. that sets a vibration and makes you happy. I know one of the things I have to do, Erica, is I have to get a hold of Dustin Aliano, and I've got to do, I think I need to do some uh, strength training. Because in the last few years, when I go to do stuff, after I'm done with it, I'm hurting. And it's like, that's not normal. And and I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to let somebody tell me, well, but Richard, you're 58 years old and this is what happens with people. It's like, no, it does not have to be that way. And so I've got to get, I think I need to get into some conditions. Why not? I need to get over there and, and matter of fact, uh, they're close enough to the station. I could walk over there. Hello, Dustin. Hello, Dustin. <laughs> Are you, do you hear me calling Dustin? Come, please come in. Definitely. Dustin's been with us since the very beginning yes, of Team Sports Radio. So. He's been fabulous. I know. Got to get him in here. I know. Come they're on. All, he's got kids now. Uh, so I don't care. Bring they're, them. They're at that age of being very, very busy. So, but Dustin Aliano is definitely one of the anchors of Teen Sports Radio. Yeah. Definitely. Well, my quick resolution for the new year, mm-hmm. I'm resolving to be a joyful being. And I'm going to do the things in my life that make me feel joyful. There you go. Terry Cooper, what's your... Oh, Terry. Wake up Let's over go. there. <laughs> jo- do you, are, you, are you making a pass? You're, You're passing. You're passing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> resolution yes. to be kind to myself yes. so I can be kinder uh, to others. There you go. I've always forgotten myself, so it's time to be what people used to call selfish, but it right. doesn't feel it anymore. I think after a certain age, it's our 
responsibility to take care of ourselves. Yes. If yes. we don't take care of ourselves, we can't help other people. Right. Well, Terry is one of those people. That's what she does for a living yeah. as a marriage and fa family therapist. When you're dealing, you know, seeing 10, 15 people a week, that's all she does. I mean, that's a lot of numbers. Yeah. It's a lot so, of people. Yes. And I'm right along with you. This is the year on oh, 2019. I've worked really hard. And I've laid really a lot of groundwork, and I think this is the year myself is to being the receiving mode of all of the efforts, and I'm really looking forward, and Dr. D has agreed to work on a project with mm -hmm. me. We're just going to call it The Project. So the Project. The Project. So Coming to a theater near you. Exactly. So hopefully, um, I don't know. Maybe 30, 60 days, the project will launch and, and offer people um, some happiness. And that's really mm -hmm. what it's out. Let's take a little break. Okay. All right. It's Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with a lot more after these messages. This is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every, every single, single Tuesday. Tuesday. Woohoo! Well, New if, Year. Uh, exactly. Well, if you if you haven't, we've got a 2019 almanac for the modern age. We've got one here for Namita. Namita, you're in it. I it was love the horriblest it. thing last year what happened, right? We we edited it. Um, well, we, we had to edit some pages because we lost one of our co-hosts. Right. Um, and we went yeah, to do I'm a passing memorial. it over to you, Dominic. You're a really good describer. <laughs> that are much better than me. It's a fabulous book. I well, you're in it. it. Yay! Hey, wait, 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 wait. Let's make it about the book, not about me here. There is just everything my heart could desire. You know, astrological information, which I am a total schmuck for. There is You gave herbs, me my first reading is. ever. Do you know that? Did I? Yes. Wow. Oh, Erica, you're not meant to tell people I do readings. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> no, erase, erase, erase. Uh, I went to bed crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't abstain from truth. Exactly. <laughs> Erica. Yes. yes. Your chart oh shows God. you're moving to Antarctica. Uh, really. to live for 65 years oh my god with the funny. penguins well if, if you map the world where uh, numerology is part of how you enjoy life 2019 equates to a three and a three has to do with being a catalyst so there's a potential oh. that our 2019 will be a, a cat catalyst year where we we make changes in our life and the interesting thing about a catalyst is it triggers change so what that says is there's a core part of us that is our integrity and our highest values that that part of us doesn't change but how we relate to the world how we bring about what we're desiring to manifest our dreams how we're realizing that they that may have to shift and change hmm. So, Erica, what are some of the, the resolution things that, that you were thinking of for 2019? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I hate to steal, I hate to copy somebody, but I have to copy Namita because I agree with you 100%. You know, you get a certain age, and it, I love people so much, but I really have to stop and almost let time go, almost get let my body and everything go into neutral, and let 
things happen and be more of a re- in a receiving mode? I know it sounds it's so no, hard to even that's for really me to interesting. say. I do I even feel bad saying it. So I we, really do. But I've done a really good job this last year of just cleaning house. And just, you know, lovingly let people not give them as much attention as so I So you're watching to. your vibration. Yes. And you're watching the way that you interact with other people. Mm-hmm. And you're choosing to interact with people where you are able to maintain perhaps a calmer, more peaceful vibration. I guess mm-hmm. it's a, mm-hmm. about the exchange of energy. Yeah. It just can't be yeah. me, 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 me. And, and, and not that I expect anything in return because there is never an expectation of anything. But it's just I'm at a place in space in my life right now where it's just I have to look at it where I have all this here and I have to say, okay, if I throw this out here mm-hmm. and if like we're going to be working on this mm-hmm. project, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to we're going we're going to work really hard and, and yeah. putting something else out there. So I don't have time yeah. to put towards other people right. for drama. Right. How big did you want the arc? I'm I'm addicted. (laughs) (laughs) And you told me this. Just Erica, it's just like, you know, you just have a set of, they're kind of being vampire-y people. You know what I'm saying? It's well, just, you know, and it's just, I think I'm addicted. I have addictions to, I think I'm addicted to drama. So what we mean by drama is where you can see a similar traumatic event happen and it's, and it ha- carries the same theme. It may have different people, but mm-hmm. it's the same repeating theme. And mm-hmm. it seems like you or someone else is not learning something is exactly. what you're asking for is I want to enjoy life, but not just sit there and retell a soap opera. It's yeah. not interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Not interesting. That makes sense. It's just yeah. like uh, like you were saying about the equinox. There's a balance between giving and receiving, right? Where no expectation doesn't None. take place. Exactly. Yeah. But when we're doing this weird balance of giving, giving, giving for validation for some weird reason, thank you. Then that produces entitlement, which is, seems to be a global disease these days. Exactly. So yeah. Yes, I'm going to work on that. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. You've thank taught. You. you told me that. Yeah. Well, thank you. I yeah. told myself that. Yeah. It was in my chart. <laughs> my Venus is sitting on my moon. No, I'm just kidding. Santa Barbara 2019. Let's stick together. Be kind. God bless. See you next week. Oh, the best. Oh, wow. Look at